Welcome to the podcast where two out-of-shape New Yorkers pursue their one and... It's been so long it's since we've done so this. It's been so long. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast where two out-of-shape New Yorkers try to pursue their wannabe ninja dreams. I'm Andrew Favaloro. And I'm so... Wait, hold on. No, I'm not. Andrew, Andrew Ninja, ninja Warrior! How are you doing, Andrew? I'm good, Sarah. How have you been? I'm all right. I know it has been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, it's been so long that I've forgotten what we do here. Sarah, what, <laughs> what is this podcast? Uh, Andrew, this is a podcast about getting you on American Ninja Warrior. Okay. It's about trying out different fitness and diet regimens. It's about goofing about nerdy stuff. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's about... Uh, being very busy and still trying to work out. <laughs> uh, it's mostly that last one, isn't it? Uh, so uh, let's, let's just check in with each other. I have a fun story for you. Yeah? In our season one wrap-up, we talked about what are we looking forward to in this year. Uh, and one thing I said is I want to like set uh, milestone kind of goals to achieve. And one of them was I wanted to run a half marathon this year. And I'm proud to announce that super strictly speaking... I have done a half marathon this year. Yay! Recently, my wife and I took a vacation to France. And while we were in Paris, the day that we saw the Louvre, Ellen and I walked a grand total of 14 miles. <laughs> okay, so you walked a half marathon. We have marathon. done a half marathon. <laughs> I'm very careful not to say I have run a half marathon. Based, based on that logic, I bet you've actually done that before. Incorrect. I don't think this is the first time you've walked 14 miles. It was uh, the worst. When we went to Italy a few years ago, we had a really rough walking day that I wasn't prepared for. I was wearing flip-flops because I didn't realize how much walking we were going to do. And on that day, we walked 20,000 steps. This day, we walked 35,000. So I think think, uh, this is probably... Like, maybe if you count days where I have gone on 10-mile runs and then continued to walk around, maybe I've hit 14, but like a general... General busy walking day. I don't think has ever gotten to fourteen. All right, all right. Uh, so that well, was fun. Yeah, like I said, went to. I was really excited for you. Now I am less excited. <laughs> you tricky, tricky Andrew. The the show notes even say very strictly speaking. I thought it just meant you went for a thirteen point one mile run. Oh no. And that I was like, oh, good job. Most people don't do that when they're training. Yeah. In addition to my vacation to Paris, I just spent a week in Boston visiting my. My brother and, as we have previously established, the world's objectively cutest child. Uh, Sophia just turned one, so that was very exciting. It was great to see my family. Uh, and then other than that, as far as working out goes, um, coming back from France, I like have been really trying to hold on to the jet lag in a positive way. Uh, you know, like my for a while, my body's internal clock was saying, when you wake up, it's 6 a.m. here. and. Mm-hmm. So I was like trying to keep waking up early and working out a bit. And that's kind of been going well. And then as far as climbing goes, it's been like on and off. Uh, A few weeks ago, I went climbing and I on-sighted a bunch of V2s and like one or two V3s. Fun fact, let's call back to another fun segment of ours. What do you think on-sighting means? It means you do it without ever really practicing it? Well, this isn't fun. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and so like for for a long time I had been 
you know, I had to really work at V2s to, to get them. And it was a great feeling of accomplishment to just do V2s on my first try. And like even a V3, which was a step up from where I'd been. I was like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm leveling up. Uh, and then I went two or three weeks without climbing and just went back earlier this week and was back at that same, same stage of like, really struggling on v2s my forearms still hurt and i oh, went on man. thursday today is sunday oof, oof. you know it's just up and down how about you what's going on in your life well i got a new job Hey-o. i start tomorrow it's very exciting yeah and thank you for spending your last day of joblessness with me you're welcome i i do i do what i can Earlier, you were telling me that your body is still sore from the super strenuous workout you did yesterday. Yeah, well, I've, I've been doing a lot of workouts. You know, I've been trying to mix it up. I uh, went home to visit my family and did a bunch of runs there. I've been doing uh, boxing. I've been doing some Zumba. I went to a Zumba class where I was the only person who showed up and had my first ever private Zumba lesson. That's exciting. It was weird, but fun. <laughs> um, so just a lot of odds and ends. Been trying to dead hang whenever I just run and stuff like that. Nice. So like... Good workouts. Uh, yesterday, my workout was doing a puzzle for 14 hours. <laughs> so you might say that your your arms did a half marathon by, yeah, our, well, by our super strict logic. What, what seems to have really done the half marathon is my lower back, Oof. which uh, hates me today for the uh, hunching over a table for hours on end and not even finishing the puzzle. This is the hardest puzzle I have ever done. Yeah, we're actually recording on top of it right now because it takes up your whole table. Uh, It is a circular puzzle. Yes. Which everybody knows the first thing you do when you're doing a puzzle is find the corners and then the edges and then work your way inwards. Uh, And when you have a circular puzzle, there are no corners and the edges look a lot like other pieces. Yes, because it's an irregular circle. It's not even a perfect circle. Yeah, it's it's Jack Skellington from Nightmare Before Christmas. I always want to say Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I get the word night. Different movie. Yeah, I just get the word nightmare (laughs) in my mouth, and Elm Street wants to come out. Uh, But yeah, the the puzzle is like his face, and I guess he has like swollen cheekbones or something right around the edge of his smile. It kind of juts out from being a more circular circle. It's weird. It's a tough puzzle, and uh, everyone remember to puzzle safely. Take care of your back. Take care of your neck. Stretch before you puzzle. Stretch before and after puzzling. This is really the the fitness content that people come here for. (laughs) Don't give up. I'm Kelsey, a friend of the podcast. Kelsey and I are going to defeat this puzzle at some point. Even though we're pretty confident that some of the pieces are in a different state. We are very confident of that because there are just some pieces where... Anyway, this is not what this podcast (laughs) is about. I have a lot of puzzle-related feelings. But yeah, it's it's been good. I want to apologize again for the last episode being so late, but uh, one of the other workouts I felt like I did was being stressed out about getting a new job. It was a distraction for sure, yeah. but hey, new job, new, new focus. Job. It's going to be great. That's important. Sarah, normally on this podcast, we come up with some sort of fitness regimen or challenge or diet challenge for ourselves to be doing over the course of the next month, but we decided Uh, for today's episode to focus on another, maybe just as important piece of American Ninja Warrior, and that's the submission video. Yes. Before we get into it, I figured we might as well kick around a couple of ninja nicknames. And I'm introducing a new segment here, and I have thought good and hard about the name of this segment, and it's not going to change. This segment is entitled Ninja or Not. That's the title, and you can't change it from me. Fine. I'm going to give you a list of three ninja nicknames. Okay. One of them is fake. Great. It is your job to identify which is the fake name. All right, I can do this. So, for (sighs) instance, if I give you the nicknames 
the bug ninja, the cowboy ninja, and the booger ninja. Which of those is fake? For some reason, I think the bug ninja is the fake one. You are sorely mistaken. <laughs> I really thought that was a gimme. You, you thought no. there might be a booger ninja. Why not? And honestly, you never know. Maybe it's a fan or nickname because their nose hit real hard on something. Yeah. The nose fleet ninja, maybe, but probably not the booger ninja. Yeah, you're right. Uh, how about these three? We got the island ninja, mm-hmm. the kingdom ninja, the mountain ninja. All right. Those could all be real. They could all be. That's why I picked the fake one, to sound like the other two. Yeah, see, that's, that's not as fun. Mountain Ninja. The Mountain Ninja is fake. Uh, the Island Ninja is Grant McCartney from Hawaii. See, I knew that one. And the Kingdom Ninja is Daniel Gill, who is a worship leader in Texas. All right. Next up, we have the Weatherman, the Professor, the Janitor. I know the janitor is real because I literally just saw... Yeah, I was furious. <laughs> okay, so, so uh, right before we watched this episode, we, I decided to show Sarah a highlight from Oklahoma City, uh, which was Quest O'Neill's run. Ooh, Quest. Uh, and a bunch of the nicknames I had prepared for this segment showed up as we were trying to find Quest's run. So it's not as much fun as I hoped it so would I, be. I've, I've, I've uh, eliminated the janitor, so I'm picking between the professor and the... Weatherman. Okay, I'm going to say the weatherman is fake. The weatherman is real. The weatherman is three-time, <laughs> yeah, three-time stage three competitor, two-time last man standing Joe Morofsky. Oh, see, I just know him as Joe Morofsky. Yeah, but his nickname is the weatherman. It's not a successful nickname. <laughs> it used to be. <laughs> Until he became his own yeah. name. You Once you're good enough at this, you don't really get the nickname anymore. Like, yeah, says Drew, the real-life ninja, Super Drew Dreschel. Okay, Drew really leans into two the nicknames. But yeah, I can't believe there's not a The Professor. I know, right? I was pretty proud of that one. (laughs) The Natural, Mr. Consistency, The Perfectionist. I really want Mr. Consistency to be fake because I hate it. So I'm going to say Mr. Consistency. Paul Casimir, Mr. Consistency. Uh, What a bad nickname. Ellet Hall, and then also another rookie this year, share the nickname The Natural. Uh, That was kind of annoying. I knew The Natural had to be real. Yeah. All right, next up, we got the big gorilla, the big cat, and the big dog. Um, I'm going to say the big gorilla is fake. It is. The big dog and the big cat both ran in Oklahoma City. Nice. <laughs> I was worried you were going to notice, uh, but you didn't. All right, and then finally, our last round of Ninja or Not. Mm-hmm. Flex Lebrec. Okay, I know that's real. Flex's sister. Flex's boyfriend. Okay, these are not nicknames. No, you were mistaken. One of them is actually the nickname for this poor person. Just spending their whole time in Flex's shadow. It is very unfortunate for this person. I think it's Flex's sister. Flex's sister is the fake one. Flex's boyfriend, Chris DeGange, has had to spend the last three years just being Flex's boyfriend. Although now, technically speaking, he is Flex's fiance. They still called him boyfriend. I mean, at least it could be alliterative now. Yeah. That's been ninja or not. But yeah, part of the reason I wanted to run through that is as we're preparing for our submission video. Yeah. I feel like you got to have a nickname. And I just kind of wanted to sample some of the kinds of nicknames out there. You can like take your your job or you can take, uh, you know, just something weird about you and throw the word ninja after it. 
Or you can come up with a super dope nickname like Mr. Consistency. Oh, I thought you were going to be like super dope like Flex's, Flex's boyfriend. boyfriend. <laughs> or the big dog. Jody Avila is the real deal. No, I know. I just think the big dog is kind of, you know. Keep going. Not the funnest nickname. It's pretty cliche. Like yeah. you want something that stands out a little bit more. Like the big cat. Or the big gorilla, which is apparently up for the taking. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I like, I want to like respect everyone's like nicknames. I feel like some of these people probably didn't choose those nicknames; they were bestowed upon them. Like Flex Lebrack. Yeah. De- but Flex's boyfriend is clearly a choice that Chris made. No, <laughs> like clearly not. Like it's, yeah. I just, I feel for them. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to come up with a nickname for you. Right. I'm thinking about the. Everyone's beaten me to the punch, Ninja. <laughs> I really thought that, like, oh, I'm super tall. I'll just call myself the giant. And then John Alexis Jr. gets there. Or, I got it, I host a podcast about Ninja Warrior, and then Bajan and Ninja Babes beat me to it. Or, I'm a teacher, and then Alyssa Beard beats me to it. And it's just like, every time I think I've got a gimmick. I'm Is like, there an IT Ninja? <laughs> I feel like there's a bunch. <laughs> yeah, there was probably a, a preponderance of IT Ninjas. Yeah. Software engineer ninjas are all taken. That's that's something to think about, though. If your technology breaks while you're in a ninja tournament, someone there can probably <laughs> fix it. Uh, the untold benefits of ninjas. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. So, like, you're thinking about names mm-hmm. and... Because, like, for myself... Right. Yeah, if you were going to be a ninja, what would your nickname be? I don't know. White. Slow. <laughs> <laughs> the almost pull-up ninja. The almost pull-up. The can dead hang ninja. Ooh. Just like nobody else can. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You like karaoke. What about the karaoke ninja? Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And then we can't do podcast ninja. Right. Can we do podcast co-host ninja? Ooh. I feel like everybody... <laughs> <laughs> Just as a brief mental exercise, can you think of any podcasts that are hosted by one person? Yeah. I mean, they all have guests if they're a one-person host. That's true. Yeah. Not Mark Maron. That would be my ninja <laughs> nickname. <laughs> Not Mark Maron. And just because we said this, you know Mark Maron is going to be running next week. Oh, well, I hope so. Right. Like, as soon as I have an idea, someone beats me to it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But not Mar- Mark Maron would not go. His nickname would not be Not Mark Maron. He'd be the WTF ninja? Yeah. Good. But so- also, how funny would it be if Mark Maron, like, wanted to do Ninja Warrior but didn't want anyone to know it was him? <laughs> <laughs> so he named himself not Mark Maron and that's, wore a mask. That seems likely. Uh, but speaking of masks. Speaking of masks, good segue. Well done. So we um, watched a bunch of submission videos. That's right. And one of them included Flip Rodriguez. Yes. We, I will say we watched like, we watched infamous, not infamous, just like well-known ninja audition videos. And yeah. we watched a couple that weren't well-known, just right. kind of like random dudes. But uh, the two that we watched were, like, a little more known were Jake and Flip. Right. So Jake Murray did a, like, uh, uh, Footloose parody that also included... Oh, how great would it be if it was flat... (laughs) Next year, Jake Murray, please. Next one, do a flash dance parody. For the love of God, please, for all of us. Yes. Um, But, no, he did Footloose, and it was intercut with, like, shots of him doing cool stunts, and it was a little goofy, and, like, the way he did his bio was, like, playful and silly. Like, it was just a very silly video. Yeah. And then you had Flip Rodriguez, who did a completely silent video. Well, not silent. There was Eminem's Venom. Yeah, no, but like no, like no voiceover. Right. Like, it, like Jake spoke to camera a lot. Yeah. He didn't do any voiceover either, but he did speak to camera a lot. Mm-hmm. 
flips was literally just him having nightmares about all the times he's fallen on Ninja Warrior. Then going through the course with his mask, the thing he used to use, and mm-hmm. doing everything very successfully, then going through the course without his mask and failing, and then someone wearing the mask stared at him and the video was over. Yeah. So, you know, more of an art piece. Right. I respect that. I was a little confused by the narrative because it seemed to say to me, like, at first it was like, oh, he's going back to his roots. He wants to compete with the mask again this year. Yeah. And then he took it off and he threw it away and then he started failing. And then I was like, I don't understand. Is he saying, bring me on the show because I will fall at some point and that's narratively interesting? Well, I, oh, that's, that's a thing. Um, <laughs> no, and, and Flip Rodriguez is one of the, the mainstays of the show at this point. I think um, he's been... He hasn't been running since season one, but like probably since season three or four. And he's always been uh, somebody who can generate a lot of hype for the show whenever he's on. And so I think I get the idea of him having more of a bare bones video in season 11. And it seemed it really did seem like the narrative was I'm going back to my roots. I'm going to put the mask back on because without it, I'm missing some kind of spark. And then he competed this year without the mask. And I'm just very confused about what this video (laughs) was. Part of me thinks it might have actually just been real real training footage of him that he photoshopped in a guy wearing the and mask and dramatically the lit yeah no. <laughs> like you do but what i liked about both of them is that they told the story without voiceover yeah with visual used music well mm-hmm. um i like any repurposing of the venom theme song from yeah. the venom movie like more of that please so yeah like i think those were successful audition videos i didn't completely get flips but then again he knew he was going to be on the show. Right. It's not like the audition video really mattered for his success in getting on the show. It was just like a fun thing for him to do. Yeah. Whereas Jake Murray, this was, uh, I, I think I heard Matt and Akbar talk about this on the official A&W podcast, not mm-hmm. the other podcast whose initials are A&W. That would be us. <laughs> um, they, they talked about this submission video and how he had run the course as a course tester the year before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he was kind of on their radar a little bit, but then this video kind of like, really reminded them of how good he was and how silly he was and how he really brought uh, a sense of personality. And uh, I guess what I'm saying is I like that it was a good, this is my first audition video. Like it showcases your talent and it gives you a sense of who they are. Yeah. On top of that, we're about to, um, after, after we watched these two good videos, we watched videos of people who we didn't recognize and you know, for the sake of anonymity, we're not going to say their names or anything. Yeah. Uh, but we're just going to take away, uh, we're going to give some of our thoughts on yeah. what those videos could have improved upon and how we can learn from yeah. their presumable mistakes. And like we, I, I will say like, yeah. these were all people who were very talented athletes. Much stronger than I am. <laughs> like I was very impressed by all their feats. What was interesting is that some of them did a better job of others of communicating what they were capable of. Right. Because the goal of this video is to show... It's to draw attention and show that you're capable of running the course. Exactly. And so there was a lot of voiceover in these, which seemed a little unnecessary. Yeah. And really my issue with the voiceover, I think that voiceover can work if you do it right, especially because like the alternative is to be trying to string together a coherent sentence while you're focusing really hard on ninja obstacles. Mm -hmm. I think that voiceover can work. But what really bugged me about these videos was that they had live camera audio sometimes and so it sounded like they were in a room and there was echo uh there was room tone whatever and then they had the voiceover which was done like on a podcast mic or something and it was a lot cleaner audio and it just kept switching between like echoey and loud and then crisp and clear and then echoey and loud and crisp and clear and i think that if you're going to do voiceover it's important that it has the same sound quality throughout yeah 
And then I think, which is, I think, one of the reasons that, like, Jake Murray just did everything to camera. Because exactly. then you've got consistent sound. I also thought it was interesting. Some of them save the best for last. Mm-hmm. And I assume that the executives watching these videos are watching a lot of these videos. And you should maybe not save the best for last. That's, that's probably a very good point. Jake had, within the first, like, 15 seconds, already had at least one stunt in there. Yeah. And then uh, Flip, well, Flip used clips of himself on, on American show. Ninja Warrior. So, yeah. yeah. And so, like, these these other two didn't get to that right away. So you're, like, if you're trying to get someone's attention, right? you've got to have something in there that's going to do that. And it seems like, because uh, especially in one of them, there were so many amazing things he did at the end. And I was like, why? Why would you save that? Like, right. up front, in their face, show yeah. them who you are. So I don't know. I'm trying to think about what that, what that hook could be and also since you know the template that a lot of people follow which is like either straight to camera hi my name is blah 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 i'm auditioning for american ninja warrior and then like telling their story don't do that like Mm -hmm. find another way to get attention like what was so cool about jake's is it starts by him like it's a wide shot of his apartment full of dudes (laughs) and he comes in and slams the door and you're like well that's different yeah like which one of these guys is and you're like oh he's the guy like he's doing a very dramatic thing with his like roommates and so like that gets your interest the fact that like flips started with him like waking up in a cold sweat in bed wakes your like because you're like well that's different and that helps i think anything that's just kind of like talking to camera is immediately going to right and i I think i think there might be a little bit of talking to camera that's necessary but i agree with you i don't think it needs to be the first thing that happens yeah and they all talk to camera like at some point in the video well except for flip (laughs) but uh the others did and like even Jake did, like, yeah. but when he did it, he was super goofy. He was doing goofy things. At one point, he's like pretending his roommate's a baby <laughs> and like soothing him while yeah. he whispers to camera about his interests. If you haven't watched Jake Murray's season seven yeah, well, video, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's very good. Jason even laughed. Like, yeah. he came out and he was like, What is this? <laughs> yeah, so I feel like we have some like guidelines mm-hmm. for how to do this. I feel like at some point, we have to incorporate podcasting. Absolutely. I think that's kind of part of it. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't, I'm trying to think of like, should it just be our our intro, but like shot like an anime sequence? (laughs) Because, and the other thing is that like, you and I both have a tiny bit of video production experience. Yeah. I I own a camera. I have a pretty nice lens for it. (laughs) I have clip on microphones. (laughs) I I think we could put together a a video that looks and feels good. Uh, I think you and I are comedic enough that we could probably come up with a good story obviously not on the spot the way i thought we were going to be able to in this episode. <laughs> maybe that one can take a little more thought luckily we have six months to do it mm-hmm. um but but the thing i'm really really concerned about is just like i don't know the most impressive thing i can do is three pull-ups <laughs> but maybe maybe we just need to have me do three pull-ups and tell a joke in between each one <laughs> maybe that's the hook and, and it's more of you auditioning as a comic relief ninja than, yeah. like, an actual, like, ninja who will do well. Right. Ooh, what if I just recreate Flip's video but with more falls? <laughs> like, none of the part where he's really good at it, just the part where he falls. Yeah. Well, you also have six months to... Get buff? Get buff. <laughs> that should go well. So far, I've had 18 months to get buff, and it's not going great, but six months should do well, it. No, I, I think, I mean, that's part of it is, like... Like, because you've, you've progressed. And a lot of these people have, like, trained for a very long time. That's true. 
Um, and it's just training more. And I think it's like having to go more, which granted this time of year when everyone's, cause you're traveling again next week, right? Yep. And then a few weeks after that too. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's finding ways to yeah. keep up the momentum. Exactly. So there's like two things we have to do to prepare for this. One, write a dope script. Yes. And, and two, two, get yoked like no one's business. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't think necessarily yoked. Like there, there are ninja warriors who aren't yoked, but are good at doing the stunts. Fun fact. Do you know who hates the word yoked? You? No, my wife. All right. <laughs> She's very excited for this part of the podcast when she listens to it. You know what helps you get yoked? Yokes? Yes. Nice. <laughs> if you have ever submitted a submission video, mom, to American Ninja Warrior, uh, and you have any tips, or if you know anyone who has, uh, please feel free to reach out to us on social media. We would love any advice you have, any uh, anything you wish you had known as you were working on these videos. Um, It'd be great. I would really appreciate it. That's all. <laughs> there was a great moment that got um, that got fast forwarded this season, where a guy comes out as the hypnotist ninja, uh, and he comes out waving a stopwatch, and that is like, this is weird. This guy says he's the hypnotist ninja. Now I don't personally believe in hip. <laughs> uh, and I just spends the whole run staring up into space. <laughs> nice bit it's good sometimes i forget that matt eisman's actually a comedian and that's how he got this job yeah whereas akbar bajabiamila is like a former athlete and that's how he got this so job. so was matt just standing there silently the whole time while akbar commented uh well akbar akbar wasn't like commenting on the run he was like matt matt are you okay <laughs> and, like waving in front of his eyes and snapping in his ears it was a uh, a rare instance where because it was um because it was a fast forward Mm-hmm. I think all the, the voiceover is usually recorded separately yeah, uh, in order to like match the pacing of the cut. But when they did this, they had like a little picture-in-picture screen of the commentator's booth mm-hmm. while he was running. Yeah. Um, I like that. It was fun. Nice bit. Speaking of episodes of American Ninja Warrior, we're <laughs> uh, six episodes in at this point. Who knows what it's going to be like when we release it. That's me throwing shade at you. Ouch. I love you. <laughs> It was a very stressful time. I understand. It was. I literally, though, like, I I even editing the podcast, y'all, I edited it, and then I forgot to upload it for seven days. Yeah. Completely done. Sounded great. Completely forgot. But yeah, at this point, the, the city qualifying rounds are over. Tomorrow, as of recording, is going to be the first city finals round. I'm very nice. excited. Uh, I've been having small watch parties, which is basically just me, my wife, and another friend, Stephanie Walker, friend of the podcast. I'm sorry. It's I'm cool. sorry. I thought it was going to be on Wednesdays longer. It seemed like it was going to be. And the, the two Wednesdays that I did host watch parties, everybody was busy. Yeah. Except for Stephanie and my wife. <laughs> and me. Uh, that's an important one. It's been good. Some highlights. Uh, do you want to talk about Quest? I love my girl Quest. She did a really great job until she didn't. Yeah. And it was very sudden and abrupt. She really ate it. Yeah. On those balancing boards. But I'm really happy that she was back mm-hmm. and that she's now got, like, her brand. Everyone was wearing matching, like, Follow Your Quest t-shirts, yeah. and she had a cute little cheerleader. And uh, I will continue to wish her all the best. <laughs> um, I'm I, sure she'll be back next year. Yeah, I'm sure she will. She's she's so good. And, like, obviously the producers love her. She was a guest on the official podcast yeah. this year. So, like can't imagine this is the last we see a quest yeah uh and then also 
hopefully by the time this comes out, this is a very real project I've been working on. This year on Ninja Warrior, there is a huge incentive to be fast. Mm -hmm. If you finish the course with one of the two fastest times, you get to compete in a head-to-head thing called the Power Tower, and the winner of the Power Tower gets to are is automatically guaranteed a spot in Vegas. Yeah. And then in, in the city finals rounds, if you win the power tower, you're automatically guaranteed a redo in Vegas. So like speed is really important this year. A redo. A redo. So wait, do you if if you do the first version of winning the power tower, do you still get to do the course in Vegas or do you skip it? Uh you do the course in Vegas, you have the option to skip the city qualifier. Oh, that's it. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's not, it's not clear if you have to skip the city qualifier. Okay. Uh, we haven't seen one yet until tomorrow, but this year where speed is so important for whatever reason, the producers have removed the clock from the corner of the screen. Mm. So you have no idea how people are doing and who is qualified for what. And like when, when they do throw the clock up, it's because they're saying, hey, this person's about to get the fastest time. Oh. And it's like totally removing the suspense. So I have taken out the web domain of anwstats.web.app. <laughs> this is a real thing I'm working on. Um, it is going to be an app where you can hit a button every time a competitor finishes an obstacle. Uh, and it will just time how long it took for them to do that obstacle. And so it's really just sitting there and hitting the button, hitting the button. And so then you if hit they it fall, when it starts, and then you hit it each time they finish yep. an obstacle. And then if they fall, you hit the fall button. And it will collect this information, uh, average it out amongst everybody who's inputting the data, which I imagine will only be me, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> average it out amongst everybody who's putting it and create a live leaderboard for everybody to be tracking and like have an idea of what times people need in order to be getting to the power tower. Can you be the app ninja or is there Ooh, already an app ninja? I don't think there is. Well, I, I would have Again, to Again, so many software engineers. I was going to go more with, you have to be concerned with the Appalachian ninja, uh, like also the app ninja. Yeah. But then again, if there's two naturals, there could be two apps. Yeah. Anyway, you know, by the time we release this episode, maybe that thing will be done. <laughs> But if it is, I encourage everybody. Yeah, when it is, we'll share yeah. it for everyone to use and yeah. play with. And I was hoping to have it up by the time. Beta that, test. I was hoping to have it up by the time that City Finals started, uh, because I feel like introducing it in the middle of City Finals is going to be weird, uh, and introducing it after City Finals. There's only three episodes left, but yeah, that's that's a project I've been working on. That's fun. It is fun. I love when you do a random <laughs> app project. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ooh, maybe I could be the yeah, yeah, yeah ninja. <laughs> I need to start working on my catchphrase. Maybe not. <laughs> Just an option. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for today. I think so. Thank you for listening to us. Ramble, 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 ramble. As always. Uh, we, we appreciate it. If you haven't yet, please leave us a review on, I don't even know what it's called at this point. Every, Apple Podcasts. I don't think it is anymore. Yeah, it is because they got rid of iTunes, so it's Apple Podcasts. Okay. I just know that everybody has recently been fumbling over what to call it, and I can't remember <laughs> what the real one is anymore. Review us there. Yes. Also, follow us on our social media platforms 
at A&W Podcast on Twitter and Instagram or Facebook, but we're not going to do anything on Facebook. Right. Um, or Twitter, even. And also, it's just why don't Instagram. you say the URL of the yeah. app again? Yeah, we have a uh, the ANW Stats app is at anwstats.web.app. All right. Uh, you can check it out there. You can also feel free to reach out to us on our social media if you have any advice, tips, tricks, or submission videos to check out yes. for our submission video. We would really appreciate that, Mom. At this time, we'd also like to thank Alex Barroza for use of his song, Dancing Like a Maniac. You can find his music on ccmixer.org. If you are looking for something else to listen to, I recommend Jason and Kelsey. They are kind of cool. Uh, they have a podcast entitled Ruin My Life. It's a pod- podcast about forcing your friends to like the things you like. One time I forced Kelsey to like American Ninja Warrior, and then 18 months later I wound up here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thanks, everybody. I think, um, you know, I think in terms of this submission video, it's important to once you find your center, you, you are sure to win. win. Did you watch the trailer for the new Mulan? I don't like it. Oh, it's fantastic. It doesn't have the songs. Yeah, but it's really like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, but I want the songs. Uh, At least there's no Mushu. Yeah. Oh, also, we wanted to... I did want to start this episode with with a call to action. Uh, which is, and I guess if I start the episode, I mean, say it at the 10-minute mark. Um, <laughs> how close was I? 16-minute mark. But well, we're we're going to cut out six of those minutes, definitely. <laughs> Every time I say I'm not changing the name, you're going to cut it out so that we can change the name in the future. <laughs> I know how you work, Sarah. Well, no, I'll just literally take out the J. Is ninja or not? <laughs> no. No, it's ninja or not J. Not. Ninja or Nacha? Not. Go, go ahead. Try to cut out the ja there. Yeah. No, you're right. We're going to call it Ninja or not. Ja. Anyway. <laughs> uh, now I'm just imagining that you cut out all the ja's, and so it's like, go ahead. Try to cut out the, the from Ninja or not. It's like this whole fight. <laughs>